Good morning to you. This is Christian. I'd encourage me to run your day is the start of another beautiful day. How you feeling today? I hope you woke up feeling good with health and strength in your body and of a sound mind. And you're feeling good and positive, enthusiastic about another day, a gift from God. Oh, it's a wonderful, beautiful start to a new day, my friends. I'm so grateful to have you here. Well, glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. Luke 2, 14. The Lord is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk blameless. Yes, Psalms 8411. Sing the praises of the Lord, you, your faithful people. Praise his holy name for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favor lasts a lifetime. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy rejoicing comes in the morning. Psalms 34 to 5. Oh, what a beautiful way to start that day to glorify God and to praise his holy and precious name and his divine Son, our Lord and Savior, and the Holy Ghost forever and ever. Now let's come together and pray. Dear God Almighty, let the favor of thee, O Lord, be upon us and establish the work of our hands, dear Father God. Yes. Psalms nineteen seventeen. Oh, let all who take refuge in thee, Father, be glad. That because thou, Father, bless the righteous, and thou surround us. With thy favor is with us here, and we thank thee, Almighty God, in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Now, today, my friends, I'm going to be reading to you from the Book of Mormon. And let me read to you the introduction page of the Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon is a volume of Holy Scripture comparable to the Bible. It is a record of God's dealings with the ancient inhabitants of the Americas and contains, as does the Bible, the fullness of the everlasting gospel. The Book of Mormon was written by many ancient prophets by the spirit of prophecy and revelation. Their words were written on gold plates and were quoted and abridged by a prophet historian named Mormon. Now, a lot of people believe that the Book of Mormon was written by Mormon, but he was a prophet historian who abridged, quoted, and abridged the records. This volume of Holy Scripture that was written by the ancient prophets. Now, it says this record gives an account of two great civilizations. One came from Jerusalem in 600 B.C. and afterwards separated into two nations known as the Nephites and the Lamanites. So the Nephites and the Lamanites were one civilization. They separated into the Nephites and the Lamanites. And the other came much earlier when the Lord confounded the tongues at the Tower of Babel. And this group is known as the Jaredites. It also, so the Book of Mormon also came, contains a record of this, this civilization. Okay. 
And after thousands of years, all were destroyed except the Lamanites, and they are the principal ancestors of the American Indians. Now, the crowning event recorded in the Book of Mormon is the personal ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ among the Nephites soon after his resurrection. It puts forth the doctrines of the gospel, outlines the plan of salvation, and tells men what they must do to gain peace in this life and eternal salvation in the life to come. So this crowning event that was recorded in the Book of Mormon is the personal ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ among the Nephites. And this is soon after he was resurrected and he taught the doctrine of the gospel to them, and it was recorded in the Book of Mormon. Okay, so we, this is written in the book, the introduction page in the Book of Mormon. We invite all men everywhere to read the Book of Mormon, to ponder in their hearts the message it contains, and then to ask God, the Eternal Father, in the name of Christ, if the book is true. Those who pursue this course and ask in faith will gain a testimony of its truth and divinity by the power of the Holy Ghost. And this is recorded in Moroni 10, 3-5, this invitation. Those who gain the divine, this divine witness from the Holy Spirit will also come to know by the same power that Jesus Christ is the Savior of the world. And that Joseph Smith is his revelator and prophet in these latter days, and that the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints is the Lord's kingdom once again established on the earth preparatory to the second coming of the Messiah. And I have this, I believe in the Book of Mormon. I believe in this holy record. And, and I have received a divine witness from the Holy Spirit that Jesus is the Savior of the world and that this record is true and that Joseph Smith is a revelator and he was a prophet of the Lord. And this is the Lord's church. So to go further, I want to begin in Moroni, Chapter 7. Okay, so. And in Moroni Chapter 7, it reads in the introductory paragraph, we're reading about an invitation to enter into the rest of the Lord. And how the Spirit of Christ enables men to know good from evil. So let me begin. Now this is the this is Moroni speaking, and he's writing the words of his a few words of his father Mormon in this chapter. So let's go to this chapter in the beginning. And now I'm Moroni write a few of the words of my father Mormon, which he spake concerning faith, hope, and charity. For after this manner did he speak unto the people, as he taught them in the synagogue which they had built for the place of worship. And now I, Mormon, speak unto you, my beloved brethren, 
And it is by the grace of God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ and his holy will because of the gift of his calling unto me that I am permitted to speak unto you at this time. So Mormon, he's declaring here how he had been called of God at this particular time because of the gift of that calling that God had given to him. He's exclaiming here and that he it is by that that he is permitted to speak unto his brethren in the synagogue at that time. Wherefore, I would speak unto you that are of the church, that are the peaceable followers of Christ, and that have obtained a sufficient hope by which ye can enter into the rest of the Lord from this time henceforth until ye shall rest with him in heaven. Now, this is beautiful. And let's go to verse 4. And now, my brethren, I jealous these things of you because of your peaceable walk with the children of men. Now, I really like that. That really touches my heart because he's speaking to the church and he's saying to them that we are the peaceable followers of Christ. And because of it, we have obtained a hope, a sufficient hope, And because of that hope, we can enter into the rest of the Lord in our lives, which will be with us. That hope is with us. And we that we are at a place in our lives because of that hope in Christ that we have entered into a rest of the Lord with our Savior. And it, is, it is, and it is because of our peaceable, peaceable walk with the children of men, you know. And that, and he's teaching here that we have that hope, that rest, that we have obtained in Christ, and it will be with us until we rest with Him in heaven. And that is a blessing. That is a gift from God to us as followers of Christ. So let's go on because. We're going to be learning about the Spirit of Christ and how it enables men to know good from evil. That's what this this um, the lesson this teaching is about in this chapter. Spiritual discernment, so how we can know how to judge good from evil. So we read on in verse three, five now. And for I remember the word of God, which saith by their works, ye shall know them. For if their works be good, then they are good also. For behold, God hath said, a man being evil cannot do that which is good. For if he offereth a gift or prayeth unto God, except he shall do it with real intent, it profiteth him nothing. For behold, it is not counted unto him for righteousness. For behold, if a man being evil giveth a gift, he doeth it grudgingly. Wherefore, it is counted unto him the same as if he had retained the gift. Wherefore, he is counted evil before God. And likewise, also, it is counted is it counted evil unto a man if he shall pray and not with real intent of heart, yea, and it profiteth him nothing, for God receiveth none such. 
So we learned there, if a man being evil, he cannot do which, that which is good. And if he offer a gift and pray unto God, if he doesn't do it with real intent, it profiteth him nothing. If his motivations aren't sincere, and if he has a spirit of hypocrisy, it's not going to be acceptable to God, and it's not counted unto him for righteousness. So the Lord looks at our hearts. He looks at our intentions. And we cannot bring forth good works with evil intentions. And if we try to do so, then the Lord, it's counted evil before him. And it will profit no such a man to bring forth such in the eyes of God because the Lord doesn't receive it. You know, we think about this in terms of the works that we do before God. So we read on. Wherefore, a man being evil cannot do that which is good, neither will he give a good gift. For behold, a fountain, a bitter fountain cannot bring forth good water, neither can a good fountain bring forth bitter water. Wherefore, a man being a servant of the devil cannot follow Christ, and if he follow Christ, he cannot be a servant of the devil." Wherefore, all things which are good cometh of God, and that which is evil cometh of the devil. For the devil is an enemy unto God. So we learn here, all good, all all things which are good cometh of God, and that which is evil cometh of the devil. So how do we distinguish? So he starts to go into that clarification here. For the devil is an enemy unto God and fighteth against him continually. And how does he do it? And in, this is how he do it. He does it. And inviteth and enticeth to sin and to do that which is evil continually. So when we read, when we look at this, this word here that is given here, we learn that all good things cometh of God. And that which is evil cometh of the devil. Because the devil fighteth. He is an enemy unto God. And he fighteth against God continually. How does he do it? He will invite and entice his children, God's children, to sin. Us. He will invite us and entice us to sin. And not, and not just sometimes, continually. This is how the, the devil fights against God. He is an enemy to God. He will invite and entice God's children to sin and to do evil continually. Verse 13, But behold, that which is of God inviteth and enticeth to do good continually. 
Wherefore, everything which inviteth and enticeth to do good, pay attention now, and to love God and to serve him is inspired of God. Wherefore, we continue in verse 14, take heed. Now, this is the word to us that he's given to us, my beloved brethren. That if ye do take heed that ye do not judge that which is evil to be of God, or that which is good and of God to be of the devil. So he's teaching here, take heed. Don't mistakenly judge in your spiritual discernment that which is evil to be of God. Or that which is good of God to be of the devil. And he's giving it. He's giving the way to discern to judge here. He says, for behold, my brethren, it is given unto you to judge that ye may know good from evil. And the way to judge is as plain that ye is as plain that ye may know with a perfect knowledge as the daylight is from the darkness. So he's teaching here, he's given this understanding, this enlightenment here in this word here. He's saying it's given unto you that you may know good from evil and how it's given. The way to judge. And he's saying it is given to you with a perfect knowledge. So perfect. So clear. It is, it's like the daylight from the darkness. And here is how. For behold, the Spirit of Christ is given to every man that he may know good from evil. Wherefore, I show unto you the way to judge. For everything which inviteth to do good and to persuade to believe in Christ is sent forth by the power and the gift of Christ. Wherefore, by these things, in other words, ye may know with a perfect knowledge it is of God. So anything in our lives that invites us to do good and persuades us to believe in Christ is sent forth by the power and the gift of God. And this is the spirit of Christ. And it has been given to every man. And it is sent forth by the power and the gift of God. Now this is the spirit of God. It is the light of Christ. But whatsoever thing persuadeth men to do evil and believe not in Christ and deny him, and serve not God, then ye may know with a perfect knowledge it is of the devil. And for after this manner doth the devil work. For he persuadeth no man to do good. No, not one. Neither do his angels. Neither do they who subject themselves unto him. So that is how we are able to judge between Good and evil, it's given to us here. First, 
The Spirit of Christ is given unto us that we may know good from evil. In our lives, everything which invites us to do good and to persuade us to believe in Christ is sent forth by the power and the gift of God. And that is the Spirit of Christ. And anything that persuades us to do evil and believe not in Christ and deny him and serve him, not God, then that thing, by that thing you may know with a perfect knowledge it is of the devil. Because after this manner does the devil work. He persuadeth no man to do good. No, not one. Neither do his angels. And in verse 18, And now, my brethren, seeing that ye know the light by which you may judge, which light is the light of Christ, see that you do not judge wrongfully, for with that same judgment which ye judge, you shall also be judged. Wherefore, I beseech of you, brethren, that you should search diligently in the light of Christ. The Word. The Word. Also is the light of Christ, God's Word. That you may know good from evil. And if you will lay hold upon every good thing, because remember, he taught. That which is of God, Inviteth and entitleth to do good continually. And everything which invites and entices you to do good and to love God and to serve Him is inspired of God. That's what it means that you may know that if you will lay hold upon every good thing, because every good thing that inviteth and enticeth you to do good is sent forth by the power and the gift of Christ. And if you will lay hold upon every good thing, good thing and condemn it not, ye certainly will be a child of Christ. So here we have, we've been given the way to judge. So that we can have, this gives us a perfect knowledge. It's as plain as the daylight from the dark. How we can have the spiritual discernment to know good from evil. Now, you, I used the term here, the word had been given here, the light of Christ. And in Gospel Topics on the church website, it gives some insight. Maybe you've never heard that term before. The light of Christ is the divine energy, power, or influence that proceeds from God through Christ and gives life and light to all things. The light of Christ influences people for good and prepares them to receive the Holy Ghost. And one manifestation of the light of Christ is what we call a conscience. Uh, 
The light of Christ proceedeth forth from the presence of God to fill the immensity of space. It is the light which is in all things, which giveth life to all things, which is the law by which all things are governed. This is the light of Christ. But this power is an influence for good in the lives of all people. And that's this spirit of Christ, the light of Christ, has been given to every man that he may know good from evil. And in the scriptures, the light of Christ is sometimes called the spirit of the Lord, the spirit of God, the spirit of Christ, the light of life. But the light of Christ should not be confused with the Holy Ghost. It is not a personage as the Holy Ghost is. Its influence leads people to find the true gospel, to be baptized and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Conscience, which can be referred to as, it is a manifestation of the light of Christ, and it enables us to judge good from evil. So, my friends, I also want to read to you in Second Nephi from the Book of Mormon. And this is chapter 2, verses 28 to 29. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. He is the light of the world. He is our mediator with the Father. He is our Savior. And in this world, we need the Savior. We need the light of Christ, which has been given to all men. And we also need the light of Christ, the word which is given to us in the word of God. That is also the light and the life of the world. Christ is the light of the world, and his word is the light. Of Christ. So we have that the light of Christ, which has been given to us to help us to judge between good and evil. And we have the Word of God, which is the light of Christ, the gospel of Jesus Christ. That we should search diligently for daily in our lives to help us to gain the knowledge and the light, to help us to judge between good and evil, and to keep us on the path of righteousness, and to, we can find the true knowledge, God's eternal principles, and feel of his spirit, to help us to, to grow, and to gain the knowledge that we need to grow according to God's purpose and will for us in our lives. Now I want to read to you 2 Nephi 2, verses 28 to 29. And here, Jacob is speaking. 
And now, my sons, I would that you should look to the great mediator, our Lord and Savior, and hearken unto his great commandments and be faithful unto his words and choose eternal life according to the will of his Holy Spirit and not choose eternal death according to the will of the flesh and the evil which is therein, which giveth the spirit of the devil power to captivate, to bring you down to hell, that he may reign over you in his own kingdom. We, as God's people, we have been given the gift of agency, the power to choose We can either choose liberty and eternal life or death and captivity. Which is according to the power of Satan. And this is all, you know, when we, ch- when we choose eternal death, that's according to the Satan, the spirit of the devil. And when we do that, we give him power to captivate us and bring us down to hell. That he may reign over us in his kingdom. So it is our choice. We have been given our free agency to choose. But my word of encouragement to you today from the Book of Mormon is look to the great mediator, our Lord and Savior, and hearken unto his commandments and be faithful unto his words and choose eternal life according to the will of his Holy Spirit. And in Jesus Christ's name, I leave this with you today. Amen. Have a wonderful, blessed day. God's peace, love be with you always.